Hello and welcome to, for heaven's sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm okay. How are you? <laughs> that was so coy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been better, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm battling a little bit of something right now. I, I, I can tell I sound a little nasally. I mean, like, I, like I, I could, if I can hear it, I can only imagine what it sounds like. Yeah, it's not bad, though. Yeah. So I'm, I apologize to our listeners, but, you know, the recordings the must go on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you wouldn't like it if we took a week off. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Um. <laughs> um, but yeah, but otherwise, I'm good. I'm excited to dive in. Mm. I do want to say... You know, because of how we sort of backlog these and we're like way ahead of our release schedule at this yeah. point, um, we did just get an email from our good friend, Tennessee, mm-hmm. um, you know, in response to like our the ending of season nine, because our recap just released as oh. of this recording. And um, so he had some like fun things to say. I won't read it all, but like. <laughs> you know, he was like, they got my man Simon out here raw dogging every hand and he sees. <laughs> that really gave me a laugh this morning. That was awesome. Um, you know, he concurs that the whole Mary, like making her the worst person ever is like the worst. Um, and uh, he says, there's one thing that's been keeping me going. And honestly, it's the Martin or Ruthie thing. And uh, he goes, I'm on the Martin Ruthie train and I'm not getting off anytime soon. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And like, it's like, we get it. Like, we're, I'm, a, I'm still on that train. Like, I know. I'm still holding out hope, man. You know, I know. same here. Somehow, some way. I don't know. But I feel like something's going to happen. We don't, I don't know. We'll see. And uh, yeah. So thank you, Tennessee, for writing in. We always appreciate it when our listeners uh, engage with us. So yeah, definitely. That was very sweet. Um, yeah, so <laughs> let's get into the task at hand, which is episode 1006 titled helpful, doubtful, That's <laughs> <laughs> what it should have been called. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so the Amazon prime spoilie is Martin and Sandy's affair is no longer a secret, which uh. I mean, it was bound to be mm-hmm. not a secret eventually. Oh, also, okay, hold on. Let me read the DVD description and yeah, then we'll yeah, get into yeah. it. Okay, so the DVD description is not only is Lucy helping Sandy with her situation, she also agrees to meet with Sandy's dad, a hopeless alcoholic. Eric finds out about Rose's engagement ring, Mm-mm. which also, like, is going to happen. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's not really, you can't really keep that a secret for too long. No. no. <laughs> Especially once Lucy knows, like, it's game over. Yeah, and Lucy isn't the one that says it. I mean, that's true. Yeah, it's I, true. I think um, her line of work now is actually helping her keep a tight lip. And that is true. Or at least respecting keeping yeah. a tight lip. Like, mm-hmm. given all the stuff that's happening in the beginning of this episode where, you know, Kevin's like, I want to talk to Martin. Yeah. And I'm, you know what? I'm like, listen, Kevin, stay in your lane. <laughs> like, there's there's things that you can get involved with, like Ruthie's first date or whatever. Yeah. Like, I get that. You know, she's like your little sister, whatever. But, like, you have no business in Martin's life. It's true. He doesn't. As helpful or non-helpful that he can be, it doesn't matter. Like, he's not a Camden. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not your brother-in-law. It's not your whatever. That's and he what I has mean. No business. I mean, the only yeah. real, the only real reason um, the Camdens are involved at all is because, like, you know, Martin used to live with them. Yeah, and Lucy's a reverend who Martin comes to. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like Martin didn't involve Eric. He didn't no. involve anyone else in this drama. Like. I mean, I guess, and Simon, because that's how that's how it all went down, yeah. or whatever. But like, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only real reason. Like, the Camdens are even involved in this. Like, they exactly. they have no business in this either, really. You know, mm-hmm. like, and yeah. So for Kevin to be like, I want to go talk to him. Like, let's not forget this almost happened to me. It's like, mm, okay, but it didn't though. First of all, <laughs> and also like, no business. I don't know. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to talk about this. Like, just to wrap up. I think the 
drama from the last episode with Matt. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure now, because after this episode, I rewatched that scene from the last episode. Oh. And I'm, I'm like, I'm like 99.999% sure that this is what, like, they were talking about, about Martin. this. Yeah. yeah. Because when Annie's rattling off all the people that know, yeah. she doesn't list Ruthie. Yeah. And Ruthie's like the only person who doesn't know at I this know. point. I'm kind of worried about that. Like, how is that going to go down? Oh, man. Oh, my God. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Which, okay, let's, oh boy, I'm, are we getting into this territory? I don't know if it's like too soon, but like, okay, why is it such a big deal? That Ruthie knows? No. Why is it such a big deal when he finally tells Ruthie? Like, why does everybody universally acknowledge oh, I don't know. that like Ruthie especially is going to take this the hardest? Well, I think it's, I think I, I'm going to go uh, kind of on a naive route where I think it's. Because she's just so in love with him. Yeah, but not everybody knows that. Uh, everybody. Annie knows. <laughs> Eric knows. Like, the Camdens know. I don't think so. I don't think, like, Lucy knows that she's in love with him. Um. Well, yeah, I don't know if Lucy knows, but Annie and Eric definitely know. Yeah. I'm sure George just even suspects something. I guess. I mean, I don't know. That That's my only thing. I think it's because... Wait, by George, do you mean Kevin? Uh, who now? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean... Um, Wait, I meant- you think Meredith's dad, George, suspects that Ruthie's in well, love he- with Martin? Well, I think he. I think everybody just suspects that everybody's in love with Martin now. <laughs> <laughs> well, because he is hot. Yeah. Dude, um, like, it's cr- kind of creeping me out because in the last how season... How hot he is? Yeah, and, like, seeing him in the last season, like, he's just, like, a boy. And now I'm like, okay... Yeah, dude, he's, he- like, bulked up. Yeah, he's That's bulked sexy. up. He's getting taller. I was like, stop. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I know he's around our age he's and he's really daddy. hot. But, like, <laughs> it's just throwing me off to see him that young. Yeah, no. In that he is. He's, light, so... He's he's a very good-looking person. Yeah. Um, And, you know, yeah... Okay, I don't want to go too deep into this whole Ruthie thing because I just, I feel it's a little like icky for me still now. Like, which part is icky? The ickiness is like, at this point, she's basically like come clean to like her parents and stuff. Oh, yeah. That like she's really into him. And it's now it's like veering into territory a little bit where it's like, okay, so are you just going to like, love him from afar while he's dating one of your close friends are you gonna do something about it thereby sabotaging his existing relationship like and she has no clue about this whole sandy thing so it's all just like very icky like it doesn't make me feel good you know what i mean i know i know yeah i i I found that all a little weird too because it's like oh you're kind of setting yourself up here and uh for a really bad fall and I don't know. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I think like... It's uh, complicated. I'll say this. Since that whole story, like the Ruthie of it all is not really the main or not one of like the main facets to this episode. Like I'm kind of like okay with not really talking about it too much in this episode. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. because they don't really like touch too much on the whole Ruthie Martin relationship in this episode. It's mostly about like... A lot of other people, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and um, her kind of lying to Eric. That's right. That's right. When she brings home a 40-year-old boyfriend. <laughs> okay, but I nine. mean, he okay, he's 16. He's, oh, wait, he's no, he's least, 18. He be, Yeah, but in real life, he's at least 26. Like, so I get it. 30. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> sure. Did you look it up? Are you like... No, I don't know how old he was in real life, but I do recognize his face. Okay, yeah. From what? Because I didn't bother to look it up, but I was like, I know this guy. Uh, have you ever watched the movie Accepted with Justin Long the, and yes. Blake mm-hmm. Lively? Okay, Blake Lively's... Um, boyfriend. Oh, the douche. Yeah, who the wants douche. to like stop stop their school yeah. so they could build the school mm-hmm. further? That's him. Yep, that's him. Isn't he like rapey a little bit in that one? Doesn't he get all rapey with Blake a little bit? Does he? I feel like there's like some implications. No, I, he does I, I cheat on her. Some, okay, maybe that's what I'm thinking. He cheats about. on her. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Or she about. walks in on it. Yeah, that's whatever. right. That's right. That's right. Okay. I actually recently watched that movie too. Like, I don't know why it's all confused in my head, but anyway. He wants to burst a pineapple, the other kid, like he wants to, you know, with his I love, mind. And, and Jonah Hill's in that. Yeah, he right? is. Does anybody want to, t- never mind, I'm not going to do it. 
Blake Lively and Jonah Hill were in a movie together? I know. How weird. I mean, huh. that's not that weird. Blake Lively, Blake Lively wasn't Blake Lively 10 years ago, you know? What the fuck was Jonah Hill's like? Was it 40 year old virgin? Super bad. No. He was super bad was after that. Yeah, he was trying to buy oh, some that's shoes. Right. But that was barely, I mean, that was like his one scene. I know, but like, I think but that was his like side foray. stuff. And yeah. Accepted was side stuff. Super bad was him. No, Accepted was post Super Bad. Really? I think so. Interesting. I think so. Okay. Because Jonah Hill was not the breakout star of Superbad. Michael Sarah was. Oh, that's true. Well, I'm... And then look where they are now. Yeah. Jonah Hill's probably going to win an Oscar or at least get a nomination. Oh, dude, yeah. That guy's career? Yeah. The fuck? Okay, it's not about him. Yeah, <laughs> it's really not. Um, so... Helpful. <laughs> yes. Um, so... Mm, yeah okay Ruthie. <laughs> i'm like where do we go from ruthie here? it was the yes. guy that she brought ruthie home brings in an what was 18 year old trap no wait do we, i don't jake dude did he brian brian okay. i'm like i was about to say i was about to say his real name which his name sounds like a fucking band wait, are you sure it's not jake no ja- jack is you're thinking oh. about jack who's the other guy I guess that I she's am. into okay yeah but dude his name is a band travis van winkle <laughs> like it just sounds like he's ready for Ooh, that's a great name <laughs> travis van winkle yeah 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 he does sound like a preppy asshole too like, <laughs> doesn't it, like, travis? it does sound like no the van winkle part yeah. like really makes him feel like like he, like he might as well be the third you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> shit but yeah so she brings home brian yeah and she pretends that he's 16 so that Oh no! Okay, mm. let's talk. I want I want to play the clip of the twins because oh, yeah. it's really funny. So, Martin, what? No, Eric and Annie are in the kitchen. Lucy has just yelled at them for knowing all of her secrets, yeah. right, about Martin and stuff. And she's telling them, like, listen, we got to keep this under wraps because, like, you know, if more people know, it's not going to let Martin come to this on his own terms like whatever like uh-huh. we gotta keep it under wraps and we especially can't tell Ruthie like yeah. Ruthie can't know until Martin tells her so then she leaves Ruthie comes in with the twins and the twins like totally blow up her fucking spot it's hilarious yep. we, we met Ruthie's boyfriend I thought we were gonna let me do the talking really I didn't know Ruthie had a boyfriend I don't yes you do it's not somebody you know what was the plan? To get mom and dad to let you go out. We ran into someone when we were riding bikes. A guy from school. And he's not my boyfriend. Are you sure? I think he wants to be your boyfriend. Yeah. You know, why don't you two just go upstairs and do something while I talk to dad? I don't know. I find it pretty interesting talking to the three of you. If you ever mm-hmm. want to ride bikes with me again, you'll go upstairs. If you were going to threaten them, and by the way, I don't like anyone to get threatened around here, you maybe should have done it before they gave away all your little secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. We met Lou Ruthie's boyfriend. boyfriend. I thought I was going to do the talking. <laughs> and then she like stupidly says, what was the plan? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, you just blew up your own spot, Ruthie. Like, what are you doing? Well, you know. It goes back to what I always say about Ruthie is like she's too honest for her own good. Mm-hmm. Like she wears it all out in the open and it's like, honey, you're a teenager now. <laughs> like there are certain things you don't say to your parents. But I think, mm, dude, again, I think it's because Ruthie has no friends <laughs> yeah, and true. like no one is there to tell her, it's bro, true. you don't say all of this. Well, and she has no one else to talk to. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You know, to confide in and yeah. whatever. Yeah. But I have a question for you. Could you take Lucy seriously in those pigtails when she's like giving <laughs> shit to her parents? I mean, you know what it is about Lucy? It was just cute. I like, It is cute. It was just funny to me. I, I especially loved seeing her in the beginning, like setting the tiles. Dude, I completely forgot that this girl's handy. Like yes. I forgot. I loved seeing that on her. Like it was like you know this is she likes to do this this is like a fun thing yeah. for her she was like trying the tiles in different patterns and yeah. shapes and whatever and like putting it all together and like that's like you can tell she's really coming to her own as a person yeah like, she's kicking ass at her job she's loving being a mom and a wife and having her home mm-hmm. did you also notice that all the exterior shots in this episode were of their house I not know. the camden's i know it was awesome very cool it is cool subtle and yet a cool switch like a yeah. like a 
I'm like looking, a transition. You I'm know? looking forward to seeing more of this house, or I, or at least I hope mm. we see more of this house mm-hmm. whenever it's done. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I want to see their bedroom. Yeah, and, you know, like yeah. I want to see it like halfway, halfway through this season. I really want to see their home. I think so. I think that's a reasonable goal. I'm. I also think it's probably like if they are going to make a big deal about it, like it's probably going to be a finale thing. Mm. You know, like I could see where that could happen. That's you true. Know? Yeah. We also know, let's not forget, too, that this is the like the end of the season oh. is where some people come back oh. because there was the series finale or whatever. So what do you think? Wait, who comes back? You, do you want to know? Kind of. Well, we're going to see Mary again. She comes back. <laughs> She's credited. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. like I'm all like happy, but I'm like, oh, what are yeah. they going to do? I mean, her? For all we know, it's probably like not even a speaking role. Like, I don't know. But like she is in the credits. The fuck? Yeah. Okay. It'll be interesting. All I don't right. know. So Mary comes back. <laughs> yep. Does Benny Boy come back? I don't know. That, that one, I don't know. Listen, we've got a ways to go before we get there. I know. Okay. It's only episode six. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so... So yeah, so that's when we meet Brian, right? Because Ruthie's like, I want you to meet him. And mm-hmm. then and it turns out he's been waiting outside the whole time, which is so awkward. I know. And then he comes in and the joke is that he looks like this fully grown ass man or whatever. That doesn't and, have a car. Yeah. And that's right. Like Ruthie keeps saying like, he doesn't have a car. I thought maybe we could double with like Martin and Mayor or whatever. Yeah. And then and then she says the same spiel to Martin and Martin's like, yeah, no, I know he doesn't have a car. He's been trying to get every single person on the team to like drive him places like for the whole season. Like, I don't want to go out with you guys. Like, I want to yeah. be alone with Meredith or whatever. Mm. And R- R- Ruthie's like, come on, please, whatever. And then that's when Eric catches her in the lie. Yeah. Because he's like, I want to ask you both something. I don't want you guys to look at each other, take hints from each other or anything. Yeah. How old is Brian? And Martin says... 18. He's 18. <laughs> and he looks at him he's like, I have no reason to lie. And, and he's then, just like, peace okay, out. But then you're like cringing when he says that because it's like, yes, you do, do lie, Martin. You've been lying for six months already, my friend. Like, oh my God. what are you doing? Has it been that long? I don't know. I kind of made that up. But like, pr- presumably, because oh, they well, fucked she is June, showing, right? They well, she is showing. June. Yeah. So. And it's episode six. Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet. No. Yeah. It's like October-ish or like early November when this aired, I think. Mm. So somewhere in there, whatever. But like, yeah, like he like for him to be like, I don't lie. Like, yeah. Ew, yeah, you do, though. <laughs> yeah. Kind of fucking up, Martin. I mean, I Sorry. guess. Sorry. I guess it's not. Is it? Li- yeah, it's a lie of omission. Yeah. Right? It's like he's not like he's not lying and saying I didn't impregnate a woman. Yeah. But he, you know, he is lying to like everyone that cares about him about yeah. the fact that the, he did. The only person that he's actually confided in about it is Lucy. Lucy. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. Well, and I guess like Simon knows or whatever. Fucking Simon. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Simon. Um, So then, okay. So then, but this whole like lying about his age thing like leads to, I think, a really nice conversation that Eric is having with With Ruthie. Ruthie. Yeah. Like, I really enjoyed it. And in mm-hmm. fact, I loved all, every single beat of it. Like, yeah. like, like, cause I wanted to have a clip to play, but it would have been like a six minute clip if I played the whole thing. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> cause it was, you know, it, it had a lot of like beats to it or whatever, mm-hmm. but like particularly, I think the portion that it did cut out, like really stuck out to me. I think it's, it's after, you know, he's basically told her, um, you know, to like focus on herself, you know, yeah. like not to be, you know, so singularly focused on like liking a guy or yeah. whatever. Um, that's when he goes into this part and we, I don't know, it's, let's listen to it and then we'll t- talk about it, I guess. It's just, it's so hard to tell you the truth when I know you're not going to like what I'm telling you. It's this simple. Don't do things you know are wrong and then you won't have to lie about them. You're right. I know you're right. It's just, why do you have to put me in a situation where I have to lie to you? Why can't you just trust me to make my own decisions? Well, for one thing, you lied to me. Well, is there another thing? Yes, there is, as a matter of fact. I don't want you to end up being a young woman who will do whatever it takes to get a guy that she wants. 
whenever you find yourself in that frame of mind, like obsessed with getting a guy, or the feeling that you, you just have to have him, you'll do whatever it takes to get him. I just, I, I want you to question whether getting him is really worth losing who you are. Hey, it's not like I'm Rose. <sighs> Best. If what you mean is you don't want me to have sex just to get a guy, I want you to know that I would never do that. Thanks. I'm going to hold you to that until the day you're married. To Martin? <laughs> Dude, I love how she's just like, to Martin? She's not going to let it go. She's relentless. And I mean she that in a, in a complimentary way just because the way it rolls off her tongue like it's a matter of fact for her yeah, it is i wrote i wrote eric is giving ruthie good advice and she's determined as fuck yeah <laughs> like i mean my favorite part in all this though is when he's like she's like um she's like why can't i date or whatever yeah and he's like well for one you lied to me and she's like okay well is there another reason <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so funny. She's like, let's roll with it. What's, <laughs> what else is there? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I loved that, that whole conversation. Like, mm -hmm. the way that he's, you know, empowering her and kind of being like, like, you know, we get it. You know, you like Martin. You know, you want to pursue that. Like, it means something to you, whatever. But, like, also what like what about you like don't be one of those people that like whose only purpose in life is to like be with someone yeah. you know what i mean yeah like grow for yourself you know be like your own person which is such important advice or like life lessons or whatever to especially any... for young girls yeah it's so important find <laughs> like, what you like and be good at it yeah, yeah find a passion yeah that has nothing to do with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's about you. Yeah. I think that's sound. Like yeah. it's, it's one of the rare moments where I'm not like, okay, but really though, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, I'm here for everything that's being said, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, especially in, especially as they've, I juxtapose is the wrong word, but like we have this heart to heart between father and daughter. And then we get another one between, George and Meredith later, yeah, which we'll get into because I have I want to talk about George in general before we talk about that convo with Meredith. But, um, yeah, yeah, like it's interestingly, this is like a really um, father daughter relationship heavy episode. Like, yeah, it touches on four different relationships. Like, you mm -hmm. have Eric with Lucy, Eric with Ruthie, mm -hmm. Sandy and her father, yeah, and George and Meredith, like. Yep. It, th these are I think like the central theme that's yeah. like the central theme for this episode mm -hmm. um so okay so let's talk a little bit about George mm. first of all I love him I know <laughs> he's I know. so cute he's like in love with his kids I know fatherhood suits him um yeah I don't know I don't know what to say. Like that whole scene of when he comes to visit Eric. Yeah. And like before he even like comes to like, or like before he even like starts talking about why he came. Yeah. He's just like telling stories about his kids, like being like all gaga over them. It's mm -hmm. so fucking cute. How's, uh, how's Cecilia? She's fine. Besides switching colleges a few times, which is going to mean she's going to be in school a year longer than she was supposed to be. But at least she's still in college. So I guess she'll graduate when she graduates. You know that Meredith's older sister is still in school with Simon. Right. I forgot. She's at Northern California School of the Arts, too. Loves it. She's decided she's going to teach art at the high school level. She thinks art is such a good thing for kids, attributes her emotional health to being able to express herself through art. She is such a good girl. And I mean having lived in social services and out on the streets and still. And she's not having any problems? No, goodness no. She comes down on weekends and straightens out her sisters and her brother if they're even thinking about giving us any problems, which they're not. Amazing. I know. <laughs> He's, like, he talks for, like, five minutes straight. Like, it's yeah. so cute. He's just, like, he goes down the list, you know? Like, it's adorable. He's a proud papa. He is. And he has a lot to be proud of, you know? Yeah. Like, these kids are good kids, clearly. And um, I think for him, it's just a pleasure having them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
it's really sweet um so then so then he gets to the point right which is that he knows that meredith and martin have said i love you to each other and he's worried that martin may have said that as a weans means to getting in meredith's pants yep which i get it yeah we've seen robbie do it on this show oh (laughs) yeah so like totally a valid concern especially for a father like i get it and then but unfortunately while he's talking or asking eric that question he steps in it bad (laughs) by letting it slip that he has seen Simon, um, Rose's ring uh-huh. that Simon bought her. Yep. And Eric, of course, has no clue. Mm-hmm. So it like completely distracts him. Yeah. He can't help George. He's like, let me get back to you. I got to do some research. research. Like <laughs> the best is when you hear him go, what? Like you, you hear George like, what? George like, is like, what? Research? Okay, well, get back to me as soon as possible, I guess. Like, Just to hear him like, what? <laughs> I love it. It is. It's really cute. Because um, Eric is truly like, like, like you can tell, like, you can see it wash over his face. Yeah. Like, he's so distracted. He could not give a shit about Martin. I know. Um, and so George goes along his merry way. And that's when Eric calls Simon. And you get that voicemail of him being like, Simon, it's your father. If you don't call me by midnight, expect me on your doorstep again. Yeah. <laughs> which is really funny so while he gets that voicemail what's simon doing he's hanging out with sandy i want to let you talk about this because i need to blow my nose (laughs) um so okay so the first thing that we see about simon and sandy sandy comes knocking on the door simon help simon help and so whatever he opens the door and she's holding her belly and i'm thinking oh shit she's losing the baby but this is seventh heaven no way she's gonna lose the baby dude she was thinking she's losing the baby yeah yeah. (laughs) sorry go on so anyways and uh he's like okay let me put some clothes on there's no time for that and <laughs> mind you he's already dressed like no he already put his pants on before he opened the door like yeah. what more clothes well, do i, I don't need? understand what was he gonna do he was gonna figure out what sweater to wear like yeah. he's all let me shower real quick yeah <laughs> so whatever they go to the hospital and then they find out it's gas and it's just really bad gas, bad cramps, and so whatever. I thought maybe it would be like Braxton Hicks, because that's always like the TV thing of like yeah. when, when moms are like, oh no, it's weird. Yeah. It's always Braxton Hicks. No, but they but decided to go gas. safe route. It's just gas. And so whatever. Then they come back to Simon's place, and they're just laughing about it. And then they they're hear... Gavin. Yeah. And then you hear... They hear Eric mm-hmm. um, over the machine, and she goes, oh, it seems like he found out about the, about the ring. Uh-huh. And then that's when Sandy lays it all out. Brave soul, let me tell you. Okay, brave soul, because I think at this point she recognizes, like, it's never going to happen. So, yeah, she has nothing to lose. That's right. Yeah. Um, plus, given her condition, like, yeah. like you know, she's she's not really in a place where Simon could potentially, like, even want- do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I really feel like she's just going for broke. Like, mm-hmm. here, like, she has nothing to lose, like you said. And it's just like, you know, it's just the truth just comes tumbling out of her. Yep. I can't believe I do something so stupid. I just think it's because I wanted you to know I slept with Martin. I was angry that you were dating Rose instead of me. And I'm a little jealous that you're marrying Rose instead of me. I wish I'd never introduced the two of you. And I wish that you had gotten to know me better. And I had gotten to know you better. I'm really not a bad person. And I know you're not. And I think that you're going to make a great husband. And someday you're going to make a great dad. And frankly, I don't think Rose deserves you. Sandy, look. What? You wanted me to lie? No. I just really wish you didn't say everything you just said. Fine. I take it back. Forget I said any of what I just told you. Even though it's the truth. I don't think you always have to tell everyone the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Maybe you should try it. Are you happy marrying Rose? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is he? Oh, he's a moron. I don't know. What is your takeaway? Like, Because he starts crying. 
Yeah, when he got emotional, yeah. I, I was a little surprised. I'm like, wait, why is he emotional? Like, right? Is it because of what she's saying about Rose, or about what she's saying about herself? I don't know. Like, I'm I'm a little confused about his emotions because it nothing gets clarified. Well, like, well, yeah. you don't you don't know. Well, okay, but see, here's the thing though. After the events of was it the last episode where they where she got kicked out? Or two episodes ago, or whatever. Uh, ooh, Rose. Rose? Mm. Oh yeah. So after the events, like in the events in that episode, was the first time we had seen Simon's like resolve crack a little bit, right? Like, yeah, like resolve in terms of like I'm in love with Rose. I want to marry Rose. Like, because he's that's been his like you know his like mantra yeah. for the whole season is like I love her. I love her. I love her. I love her. And we saw a little bit of that sheen crack a little bit you yeah. know in seeing how she's like all like moved in and he doesn't mm-hmm. like it whatever i think ever since then it's been like slow burn right like little things that give simon a moment's pause yeah of like oh okay like you know i don't know it's weird mm. and i think this is one of those moments where the re- I think the reason he says, I wish you hadn't said what you said, is not because now it's awkward between him and Sandy. Mm. I think he says that because now he's thinking about it. Probably. Probably. Right? I mean, I think so. Because seriously, Simon, you're not even 21 I know. It's like, get your head out of your ass. And they keep reminding us, the they audience, keep reminding next us. year. He'll be 21 next year. Why they keep year? harping on that? Like, 21's anything. Like, he's I, already 18. Like, that's it. Like, who, I, who I don't cares? Know. But they keep reminding us that he is a baby in the end. Like, he's still really young. Martin calls him a teenager, which is weird because he's not. Like, yeah. he's, he hasn't been for a couple years now. Like, yeah. Or at least one, I guess. I forget that 19 is also a teenager. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, so it is, I don't know. I love that Sandy said all those things. I got to say, I know this is not news to our listeners or whatever, but I'm really loving Haley Duff in this show. Mm. Like she's really coming through for me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciating her performance. I don't hate the character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I don't hate the character. Like it sucks that Martin's got to go through this. Cause we love Martin. Obviously yeah. and we want, and we don't want him to, we, we don't want this for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as a character, like, She's she's not the worst. Like, yeah, I I'm enjoying having her on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I, okay, I have a question though. Yeah, were you waiting to hear Sandy to say all these things to Simon? Were you were you expecting it at all? No, I honestly wasn't. Mm, I was. You were the moment when Lucy and uh, Sandy are sitting on the grass. Uh huh. And just the way you hear Sandy not being the biggest fan of Rose, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Oh, see, that stuff didn't surprise me, though. I thought you were talking about her confession of love to Simon. No, no, no. It doesn't surprise me about her confession about Rose, how she's not a big fan of her, even though they're friends. Yeah. But I I don't know. From that moment, in my mind, I was like, she likes Simon. Oh, I don't know see, why. Never, that never occurred to I me. I don't know why. I just said she likes Simon. Mm. And then, God, I mean, Rose, that garbage person. <laughs> she really is. She is the most garbage. Yep. I can't. I just don't understand her. Like, oh my God. Okay. I have to, like, I have to watch what I say here because. It's not this episode isn't even really about her. I mean, no. it is. She's not, but she's not in it. Yeah, like thank she God. She only shows up at the end, right? With yeah, the with, with the her dress, fucking wedding dress, like barf all over me. Yeah, dude. Anyway, but um, so yeah, so Sandy says all those things, and Simon's like, "Oh shit, okay, um, cool." I don't like that he says the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I'm like, are you making a joke now? Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. She just poured her heart out to you, and you have to make it like awkward. <laughs> like, I don't I know. know where that phrasing came from. You know yeah, what I mean? seriously. It's like so awkward phrasing. Like you, you could, you could just say you don't have you to have say to the, whole, the truth. whole truth. Period. Like it lands better. It's less clunky coming out of the yeah. mouth. Like it's such a weird writing thing to say that. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not going to harp on it too much. Um. So yeah. So I forgot where we were going. Oh, because 
That's right, because Eric calls him once he finds out about the ring. Meanwhile, Martin is is like adamant that he um, be alone with, um, what's her name, Meredith. Mm-hmm. Because remember, Ruthie wants to double date, and he's like, no, I want to be alone with Meredith. And Ruthie's like, oh, is that, like, you want to be alone with her? <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I think you're implying something that you're wrong about her, <laughs> whatever. And because we, the audience, know, like, he's going to try to find a way to, like, tell her the truth about this whole Sandy thing, especially given that, like, he completely withheld it from her. Oh, yeah. When he told her he loved her. Like, like now Mare knows that they had such, that, um, he had sex with Sandy, but like that—that's that's like the worst amount of truth to know about a situation. Yeah. Like enough to know something, but not enough to like know how bad it is. Like, yeah, I feel so bad for Mare. I <laughs> and, know. And okay, so George has this heart to heart with Meredith. I want to play it. Oh, please do because it's so fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like it's truly just. Ugh, I love yeah. George. I love George so much. Mm-hmm. Is it because he told me that he loved me? No. Yes, maybe. I, I just don't want you to get into any trouble with Martin. I'm just saying let's slow it down a little. Look, I went through years at social services without having sex, which is more than I can say for most girls in my situation. So please don't think that I'm going to get talked into anything just because a guy's in love with me. I didn't know that about you. I'm very happy to know that about you. And I trust you. Your mother and I trust you. So you don't trust Martin? Why? I don't know. I guess because he's a guy who's in love with you. But I apologize. I have no reason not to trust you. And I'm sure that you're going to do the right thing for yourself. So, if you don't feel that you and Martin are getting too serious too fast, and if you don't think you're headed toward a relationship that wouldn't be good for you, then you go out with him tonight or any other night. As long as you're doing well in school, I'll let you make your own decisions. And after all, you've been making your own decisions and good ones for a long time. Thanks. But you know what? I will take the night off and do something else, just to show you that my whole life is not centered around Martin. I love being in this family. I love you. Mm-mm. I know. Just like, can they just win the cutest awards of all time? I know. Um, no, the cutest of all time awards. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sick brain. Um, no, very cute. But then she like, then she starts going, okay, but really though, yeah. Like, what is this about? Because did you just need it to hear me say that and then you're fine or whatever? Yeah. And then he starts talking about how, like, you know, it's really nice that all his all these siblings look out for each other and stuff. Uh-huh. And so Mare puts it together that, yeah. okay, so she says to George, you know that Martin had sex. Yeah. My sister told you. Mm-hmm. And George doesn't disagree, right? And yeah. Mary's like, why would she do that? I told him not to tell anybody or whatever. I mean, I, he says he's not still in love with that Sandy girl. Like, whatever, you know? Uh-huh. And so hearing the name Sandy, George does a really good job of keeping his face blank. Like, yeah. his face doesn't give it away. No, nothing. But then two minutes later, he's back at the Camden house. Yeah. And he's like, I know everything. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? He put two and two together. <laughs> because he had known, because Mare's sister had also mentioned that there's a girl at school who's okay. pregnant. And her name so is then, Sandy. And her name is Sandy. So then then he hears Martin's name in context with Sandy, and he puts it together. Yeah. And, like, and, and then he says that thing, which is, like, so cute, where he's, like, he's like and just thinking about these kids, like, it just makes me want to cry. <laughs> he goes, cry for all of them, for Martin, for Meredith. Like, I, I was like, I, dude, like, bless you. I fucking love you. He really is such a sweetie pie. Yeah. Like, it's so cool that they were able to keep this character around yeah. and, like, do him justice beyond just being Cecilia's I'm surprised dad. they brought him back. I know. Like, it's very, very cool. It's awesome. I don't know. I love it. I still can't get over You conned me. (laughs) (laughs) And Eric's like, "Mm." and like he's sitting there looking like from like with his shoulders all hunched and like looking at me. He's like, yeah, I know what I did. Um, But yeah, so now, so then at that same moment, Lucy comes in 
And Lucy's like, oh, oh, hey, George. Like, because she doesn't know that he knows. Yeah. Him. She's trying to keep it under wraps. So then Eric's like, he knows. He knows everything. And he's he's like, he put it together, I swear. But yeah. this is what I keep telling you, Luce. Like, people are going to put it together. You can't keep this a secret. Like, the advice you should be giving Martin is to, to come, come clean, clean, not to just, like, take his time or whatever. You know what I mean? Which is how Lucy's been slow. Like, Lucy's been slow playing this whole thing with both Sandy and Martin. Like, yeah. she's been trying to keep them distanced from each other. Yeah. Until, you know everything's out in the open or whatever yeah it's Which, just it's kind of hard when martin is not fessing up to anybody that's the point that, that's that it's hard like at this like while lucy's advice i think is the right one like the, mm. all the stuff she told sandy about how oh like, yeah why force the issue is just gonna make a stressful situation even worse and whatever. true all that shit is such good advice at the same time like you shouldn't be letting Martin off the hook. Like Martin should feel pressure to tell his dad, to tell the people in his life, this is happening to him. And more importantly, to face it himself. Yeah. He needs to, you know what I mean? Like he's just living in this like denial bubble. Yeah. Where he's not really like, it's not real or whatever, you know, denial and mean. But I mean, when you're scared, you're just the the wrong things are said when you're scared. I know. And he is scared, obviously, you know, um so anyway so so speaking of lucy right like eric's whole thing in this episode is like lucy is trying to do too much yeah um you know she's she's helping sandy she's helping martin and now she's agreed to meet sandy's dad oh yeah who finally got back to her Mm -hmm. they're gonna get coffee or whatever at the promenade Uh and where everybody goes i mean i'm surprised he didn't ask to go get a drink but anyway i know um I think with alcoholics, maybe this is just a stereotype and a generalization. And if it is, I apologize. But a functioning alcoholic. Yes. But I think with alcoholics like that, like they don't go to bars and drink. Like there's a certain amount of like, I do this at home. Yeah. Thing about it. You know what I mean? Probably. Like I, I don't. Yeah. So. I feel I feel like the people you see in bars are not alcoholics. You know what I mean? E- I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Because I don't think you're social. Right. You're not, you're probably not a social being, even yeah. though you're, you want to go to the liquor store down the street and drink, grab your home. 40 and then take it home. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyway, whatever. This is not about that. Um, so she meets with him. I love that whole thing with here with her and Kevin, where Kevin's like, I'll come with you if you want. Like, it sounds like he's a kind of sketchy dude, like whatever. And she's like, I got this dude. Yeah. Like, I'm fine. Um, and then she like goes and she comes back. She's like, okay, well, are you coming? <laughs> it's really cute. Uh, okay, no, but I got ahead of myself. So he, so Eric and Lucy, um, he's trying to tell her like, you know, you're doing too much. Like it's like, you, you know, like, are you sure you have this under control? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, he starts like listing everything she's doing. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and then she's like, "Are you just jealous?" Like, yeah. what? <laughs> that's, that's my like, favorite. All these people came to me instead of you. Like, what's this about? <laughs> I thought she's like, "Yeah, I'm awesome." What's your problem? <laughs> yeah, and um, and that's when she gets the phone call and stuff, so she can't even fully have this conversation. Yeah, and she's she's like, "I got this under control. It's all good." And Eric's like, "No, you don't." Yeah, <laughs> like as she runs out the gate. Um, but um, but anyway, so she goes to meet with. Um, Michael McDonald, who I know. in a role unlike anything I've, I've ever seen him in. Yeah. I've never seen him play a serious person. I've never seen him play a serious person. I've seen him play a dick before. Like in what? That Sandra Bullock and um, uh, b- b- Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <gasps> Melissa McCarthy the movie Heat? Heat. Yeah. He's in that one? He's one of the villains. Oh, okay. He's like a douche. Okay. But again, but like, that's a comedy. I know. You know what I mean? Where but it's like made for laughs. Which you're so used to seeing him in Mad TV being Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Or just anything. Like, I mean, there, one of the Amazon trivia things was that he's in every single Austin Powers movie, which I'm like, okay, funny. Wait a minute. He was? I don't. I guess so. I don't know. How have I missed this? <laughs> I'm sure it's one of those cameo type roles, right? Where it's like, it's just a solid that Myers yeah. did for him. I don't know. Whatever. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so in this... I'll be honest, I was so close to just cutting the entire scene and playing it for our listeners. Yeah. Like not I mean, that's stupid. I wouldn't do that really, but like that whole scene of him talking yeah. to Lucy is like 
bone chilling. Mm -hmm. It's so... Um, there's no remorse. There's no empathy. There's like, like an undercurrent of like psychopathy in it. Yeah. Like, or not, or like, or more like, like, um, sociopathy in it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like this, it's weird. Like, he's so dead eyed. Yeah. You know, which he, I mean, he's playing the drunkenness very subtly and yeah. like very well. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's a very interesting scene. Yeah. Like from a viewing perspective, like, you know, just like everything about it. And I also, I don't know if you noticed it, but the sound mixing on mm-hmm. that scene is very interesting. Mm. Like typically when we have outside scenes like this, especially at the promenade, it's usually overcrowded. It's all yeah. you hear is the background noise. Yeah. Like, and I, I especially notice it cause I cut the clips and I listen back to them yeah. and stuff. And like, you know, there's always this like din of people noise mm-hmm. in the background. And then the voices are like the actor's voices are sort of mixed into that. Yeah. Like slightly, obviously above the din. Mm-hmm. But in this one, it's like stark, dude. Yeah. There is no background noise. In fact, they are extremely turned up. Mm-hmm. It's a very loud scene from the talking perspective. Maybe that was the point. huh? That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a very pointed, like interesting scene yeah um in fact a lot of this episode is i think in like from a filmmaking perspective different and interesting i'll get more into it later Mm -hmm. as my as my final thoughts or whatever but this is one of the scenes that like really stood out to me yeah um that was like different than we've ever seen before that's true like season 10 game be strong yo i know like they really if this show had started on this foot that's what i'm saying man what the hell what it's so it was like it was like somebody was just like yeah i don't know i don't know what happened with brenda hampton but she was like it's my last season i guess i better be good like i don't know like it's so weird like there's potential and growth here yeah Uh, okay i'll save it for my final thoughts but i do want to play a snippet of this michael mcdonald scene okay her mother stone cold sober with an emphasis on stone cold. I detested being married to her. That's why I started drinking. And the memory of being with her is why I keep drinking. She's probably the reason Sandy started drinking. I'm sorry? Always seemed ironic to me. Drinking while working to put my daughter through drug and alcohol treatment programs. Sandy went through drug and alcohol treatment programs? Yes, before she could even drive a car. And they worked. She, she quit. She gave it all up. Well, I take that back. She gave up the booze and the pot and substituted that for sex. But that's when her mother and stepfather threw up their hands and said, That's it. Your comments, Reverend. You want to hear my comments? Okay, here are my comments. Despite your being an alcoholic. Functional alcoholic. Despite your being a functional alcoholic. Despite Sandy's mother and stepfather giving up on her, despite the fact that she went into rehab at an early age, despite the fact that she came out of rehab and possibly started using sex as a substitute for drugs and alcohol and is now pregnant, despite all of that, or you know what, maybe because of all of that, I think Sandy is going to overcome all of the challenges she's been presented with, all of them. And she's going to be just fine without you or her mother stepping in to help her. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope she's right. I hope so, too. I don't... I'm not quite as much of a believer in Sandy as Lucy seems to be. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the cynic in me. Or maybe I'm just, like, conditioned from watching the show that not mm-hmm. everything, like, you know, yeah. goes the way it should or would wanted to or whatever. But Exactly. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that Lucy's right about Sandy. I like that Lucy's got faith in Sandy. Yeah. Um, well, it seems like that's the only person that does. I know. And it's like, how I do you... Uh, uh, I mean, again, it is your choice um, how you want to live your life and how you want to present yourself or carry your life. In the end, it's always your choice. It's always in your power. Always. Right. However, when everyone has lost faith in you, how does someone break out of that mental cycle of saying that you actually do have the power of taking care of yourself and not like, you know, and not 
replaying that bullshit over and over again on repeat in your head. Well, it, it's hard. Are you saying that Sandy has though? Um, with all her issues, for sure. There's a lot of shame involved with her, a lot, and her substituting things, like, okay, she's she's finding another mix to to cope with it. Well, there's no one there that's actually even trying to talk to her. And they're all, they've all kind of given up. I think in a lot of ways, Sandy, as you mentioned, or as you're saying, like has um, broken the cycle, right? I think in, in the sense that like, look, she's on her own. She's in school. Yeah. You know, she's obviously self-sufficient. Like she's taking care of herself. You know, she's not relying on anyone. Like those are great things that she's achieved yeah. for herself as a person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not taking anything of that away from her. But on the other hand, she's has fallen under and under some patterns. Here she is. She's going to be a mom. Yeah. She's not even sure she wants to be a mom. She was so excited for the potential that maybe she would lose her baby. You know, yeah. I shouldn't say so excited, but she was like kind of hoping it would happen. You know, yeah, she she you know, she doesn't know how to have a stable relationship. She's pining for some guy who doesn't care about her i.e. Simon. Yeah. I shouldn't say doesn't care, but has no interest in being with her. Exactly. You know? um, and, you know, she's so she's like chasing down the wrong doors, you know? Yeah. So those are all things to me that say, like, that's not the most stable person. You know, I know. what I mean? She's obviously got a long way to go to... Uh, oh, and not to mention that, you know, she's not quite confident in her ability to, like, take care of this baby. Like, she's yeah. still looking for some help you know what I mean? Like, yeah, first she true. thought the help would be by marrying Martin. Now she's like looking to her dad to like help support her and whatever. Like, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I worry about Sandy like that well, a little bit because like, I think, and I think what Lucy is helping her come to is like re- recognizing that she is capable and that she can do this, yeah. you know? And I think that's why it's so important that Lucy is there for her mm-hmm. and does believe in her. True. But um, but I still think she's got a long way to go. Oh, yeah, I know. She definitely yeah. does. Because she's, she's really hungry for love. Yeah. Whether it's something that's going to come out of her, like literally she's going to give birth to something to love. Yeah. Or like she's just trying to grab on. She really wants a companion. Yeah, I know. And, and it's almost like, I, I don't want to say it doesn't matter which way it comes, but it's almost like she has been begging for that for so long that she's misguided on how to get that companion, that kind of like stability, which she wants. Man, sad. I don't know. We'll see, I guess. He, Michael McDonald doesn't leave on the best of terms. She says all that to him. Oh, dude, she wants to pummel him? Yeah, well, she says all that, and he's like, oh, of course you believe that. You're like pie in the sky, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And then gets up to leave. And then that's when she's, or and he doesn't get up to leave. She gets up to like fully like punch him across the table. Mm, fucking Kevin holds her Kevin back. Kevin holds her back. And he's like, thank you, sir. Because yeah. he has no clue that they're together because he's at a separate table, whatever. Yeah. So he's like, thank you, sir. Good day. And he yeah. like turns to leave. And that's when she like throws her coffee at him. Good arm. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that and also like. I was shocked by that because that's so not Lucy to do it's that. It's not, yeah. None of this is Lucy to yell at a stranger and to, you know, try to punch someone. And mm-hmm. like, none of that is Lucy. But this is a Lucy who has found herself, you know? Like, yeah. She is like really secure yeah. in her personhood for maybe the first time ever. Yeah. I love it. I I'm love same. seeing her like this. I know. I, I feel you. She's a badass, man. This is a Lucy I've been wanting to Thank see. You. I mean, Lucy's always been a badass, but she's finally like owning her badassery. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, hallelujah. Awesome. Praise be. So, our final moment, it's not the final moment, but for the purposes of our conversation, is Eric um having a final sort of wrap up powwow with Ruthie. Yeah. Um, they all, he and Annie are basically offering her a deal. She can choose whoever she wants to date. Yeah. And she can date whoever she wants. Um, as long as first she finds a project all her own. Yeah. That has nothing to do with anyone else. Least of all guys or yeah. boys. She finds a project that 
allows her to be helpful to others, the community, a person or whatever, mm-hmm. but something where she can, you know, be, be a volunteer, do something good for herself, for yeah. her own growth, find herself a little bit, whatever. Then she gets to date whoever she wants. Yep. Which I don't know. How did you feel about that? Hmm. Just worried about Ruthie. That's all. Yeah, me too. That's all. I don't love that. And especially not because her takeaway after all that is like awesome. Like yeah. I'm going to date the best guys because like whatever. And I'm like that that concerns me mm-hmm. that her takeaway is not like, okay, I'm going to find a project. It's yes, I can date whoever I want. Yeah. And she's like, I love you guys. Thank you so much. And it's like, mm, okay, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Like, I'm hoping for the best because I trust Ruthie. You know, like, I yeah. know Ruthie's got a good head on her shoulders and, like, she's not going to, you know, I mean, I hope she doesn't take advantage. I don't know. We'll see. I, I really don't know. I'm just trying to understand how Ruthie dating turned into this big problem. <laughs> Only I I know I know it's yeah. because she's like okay she's that lied age or whatever yeah she's lied or whatever okay that I get the kind of like okay what else you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, I'm like okay she lied and <laughs> well I think that's it though it's like yeah. you know I think it became a big deal because Ruthie made it a big deal you know what I mean Ruthie made yeah. such a stink about this Jack guy in the beginning of the season yeah that it it forced her parents hand you know to make it a big deal. Because they're not ready and she's not ready and all these things. So it, it it didn't just blow over like so many other things have blown over. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, And I think it's because Lucy and Mary dated guys that were within their age range or like in their class. The only time the other person dated someone older was Lucy when she dated Big Lips. Oh, that's fair. Because like wasn't he in Mary's, Mary's grade? Class, I think so. Yeah. I think and so. I, but everything else, it's always been someone in their class, someone in their age group yeah. or whatever, no one older. Yeah, but see, I don't buy that, though. I, I know. It's, the, I'm not trying to give an excuse. Two years does not an age gap make. You know what I mean? Especially at 16 and 18. Like, get over it, people. And, mm. I, and, I, and I can't fathom or I can't imagine that viewers in 2004 or whatever this was airing yeah. were watching this being like oh my god yeah two years no that's a child and he's a grown ass man like I don't buy it mm-hmm. and I don't think Brenda Hampton buys it either I really just think it's like and this is okay to get to my final thoughts about this episode and this season or whatever um, I what I'm loving about this season and I think the reason it's so successful so far is you know what we always talk about how like you know there's like an arc there's a there's a plan there's yeah. a trajectory like you start somewhere and you lay the scenes and mm-hmm. then you end somewhere right yeah. for the first time i feel like they've achieved that yeah like this season started very clearly like okay where is everybody at right mm-hmm. sandy's pregnant simon and rose are engaged ruthie's and wants to have a boyfriend martin and meredith like it like this is everyone's starting point right yeah and every single on. episode has been focused on developing that story for every single one of these characters i know it's true and it's and it's so thought out you can tell yeah it's so like you know clearly themed and like focused Mm -hmm. that it's working yeah you know and so i think yeah i think the focus for ruthie her arc right in this season is about her getting with somebody whoever that is yeah you know what i mean and while that's maybe not the most interesting or worthwhile story to tell right it's the story they've chosen for her exactly and at the very least at least it's like it's not random. It's not here and there disjointed. It's like we're, you know, with it, with each episode, we're, we're evolving more and more to the story, right? Yeah. It started with Jack, Jack, Jack. All of a sudden it became a little bit about like any guy. And now mm-hmm. it's like Martin slash who, you know, who else in between, you yeah. know, like it, it's, it's clearly developing towards something, which is very, um, you know, cool and like fun to watch. And, um, Finally, 
like decent yeah. <laughs> from a storytelling perspective. That's true. But more importantly, I want to talk about this episode. For me, it had a very play-like quality to it. Hmm. It felt like I was watching a play. Interesting. I think it had to do a lot with there was not a ton of scoring. Yeah, that's true. Which is such a winner for me always. Yep. Like, I've become so desensitized to it after 10 seasons. That you didn't even... Like, well, I guess I guess what I mean by that is, like, when it's so heavily underscored, I don't really, like, I, I can tune it out. Yeah. But when it's not there, I notice it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I notice that palpable, like, absence yeah. of the constant scoring that the show is a victim to. I know. So, very winner in that like very winner what the mm-hmm. hell is that English you know what I mean like it wins for me on that on that yeah. count like let the moments hang let the words hang yeah. let them have weight don't tell me how to feel I'll feel it if yeah. you cut out the noise you know what I mean exactly awesome. And then secondly, particularly I noticed it in the scene between Eric and Ruthie in her bedroom, the mm-hmm. whole the the heart to heart moment. Yeah. But it's kind of like if you think about it, it's throughout. But that scene between Eric and Ruthie, the the usage of the space. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of it's just a, it's just a two person scene, right? Yeah. And there's not much to it visually. Yeah. It's mostly in the words. But they're constantly going from one bed to the other. Yeah. He goes, then she goes, and then she gets up and she goes, and then he joins her. It's a very yeah. interesting sort of like like zigzagging, yeah. you know. I don't know. I notice things like that sometimes. Like it's rare that I do, but when I, I do, like it really like hits me hard of like, oh shit, like something's happening here, you know. They're like, trying something different. Yeah. And I respect that. I can appreciate that when yeah. they do that because it's so rare. It's true. And I think like we've set the bar so low, or <sighs> rather they've set the bar so low on themselves. Think, yeah, we've been conditioned. Yeah. Um so and and then okay and then the scene but with michael mcdonald and lucy very much a play yeah i mean so very much in the dialogue you mm-hmm. know not a ton happening visually just like letting the words hang letting them mean something yeah. you know i don't know it was very interesting and i didn't even notice any difference like harry harris directed it which he's directed an episode or two before mm. or if not more you know so it's not like some new fancy director yeah. or whatever and brenda hampton wrote it with um two women mm. with the same last name i'm making guessing sisters i don't know okay um uh, who i and I, I, I didn't recognize their names mm-hmm. but from before or from other episodes so maybe their writing touch helped this probably a bit i don't know i i, I can't speak to it i don't know because i don't know who they are yeah um and then but yeah and then i also we didn't talk about this at all but the book the how to behave and oh, why yeah. that keeps getting passed around in this episode mm-hmm. it starts with the twins and then annie hands it to, to ruthie, ruthie and then um, ruthie leaves it on the counter so eric's reading it and then he hands it to lucy, lucy. like start reading this to savannah now kind of thing mm-hmm. um i think you know I don't know that. Is that even a real book? Like, I didn't look it up. You know, I didn't even... I'm, ge- I'm going to guess that it is a real book because of all the screen time it gets. It must True, be real. right? Um, and maybe, maybe our listeners know. And maybe, have you guys read it? That would be fun. Like, have you read it? Does the message hold up? Like, yeah. you know, I can't imagine it doesn't. Yeah. Because from the, from the excerpt that Annie read to the twins, you know, like, why it's good to be a mm-hmm. t- truth teller because people will trust you and da-da-da, whatever. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a cool little like, you know, book for children of like, yeah. you know, but like one of those like things where it's so simple that like you want to read it as an adult too, because it's just like, like the message is clear and it like, you just get that jolt of like, I know this, but like, yeah. I needed to remind myself of it. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Which is, which is what Lucy tells Eric in the end too. And she comes to him for help. She's like, she's like, I'm sorry. I blew up in your face or whatever. Like I didn't. I know how to behave. Like, I know that I need your help. It's just like, I got a little too excited on my own power, you know, or whatever. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I, I I mean, I guess we can rate it. But like, I, I really like this episode. I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Same. Two thumbs up. Yeah. It's a good episode. Who knew, man? I know. Who fucking knew season 10 would be so coming in the clutch? I know. And I'm so scared. I know. 
I'm it so really scared. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm just like waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like honestly, like I can't believe it. Yeah, <laughs> it's really. Um, it only took them nine funny. seasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I it was a good one. I liked it. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any stray observations, mm. things we didn't talk about? Mm, no, I think I'm okay. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. All right then. All righty. Well, that's going to do it for us folks. As always, don't forget to subscribe, um, and rate and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find us on social media at for heaven's sake pod. You can also find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. That's the number four heaven's sake pod. We've got two tiers up there on Patreon. Uh, we have the keep the lights on tier and the heaven head tier. All the deets are on patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. And, uh, you know, if you like Tennessee, uh, want to write to us about anything that we've been talking about so far in season 10, things we've talked about in the past seasons, whatever, your thoughts, your musings, um, you know, you can write to us at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. No numbers in that one. Yep. And uh, until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>